listening to the Wellington Hustle Interview Project, showcasing Wellington's entrepreneurs, sharing their experiences to inspire your entrepreneurial journey. Thank you for joining me. I'm Tim Morrison. It's mid-May 2020, and in this episode of Thoughts on Brand, I'm talking with headshot and personal brand photographer, Michael Teo. Michael focuses on really getting to know his clients' business, coaching them to get clear on their brand message, then working with them to get engaging, branded videos and photos to suit. I hope you enjoy this interview with Michael Teo and his thoughts on brand. Before we get into the interview, I just wanted to give a little apology and a word of warning. I've managed to mess up my audio to this interview. I was playing with settings before I got on the call with Michael and I managed to cock everything up so I'm super muffled. Luckily, Michael's side of the interview is still nice and clear, so please forgive me, I'm sorry, and I'll do better next time. All right, back over to the interview. Michael Teo, thank you very much for sitting down and uh, taking the time to uh, speak to me about brand. Yeah, thanks for inviting me on. It's, um, it's good to see you. I haven't, I haven't, um, we haven't chatted for quite a long time now. Um, well, yeah, I'm Michael Teo. I am a photographer. I specialize in business to business, particularly headshots, personal branding and business branding. What's your favorite part about working with professionals? Is it? Um... I, I like that professionals tend to be very clear and focused about what they want. And I like the fact that there is a very defined process that people go through. I, I think that with, uh, with say, with domestic photography, it can be much more, there's more touch points. It's a little messier in, in, the, in the workflow. And, and I suppose it's a different level of conversation as well. So when you're, when you're talking to professionals, the kind of things that come up tend to be more about, about things to do with uh, productivity. It could have to do with things around personal development, and I, I enjoy those conversations. It's, it's really nice. And my favorite thing is, I guess, that we all have a lot in common because even though what we may be selling or providing as a service is different, we're all working, like we're all doing the same thing essentially as well, whereas marketing and selling and, and all that sort of stuff. That's, that's, uh, that's my favorite bit. You sort of get to talk, you know, you have a shoot and you get to chew the fat on all this sort of stuff, you know, and learn things from them and, and all that. Yeah, so it's pretty awesome. We're all doing the same thing, but different stuff at the same time. <laughs> Definitely. And we have different perspectives on it too. So as, as people who, like when you meet, say, someone who's an accountant, they tend to be much more aware of things like processes and, and refining things, maybe uh, obviously the financial side, but there's also the fact that they have much more awareness around, around systems and, and that kind of thing. If you speak to someone who's, who's say, uh, in the legal field, they're much more aware of, of different things that you might be able to do or like what, obviously, you know, what's al allowable it's like that's sort of the surface level, but they may have greater insights into, into things that, that we don't as creatives, but as creatives, we tend to have a greater insight into things like finding solutions to problems that may not be obvious. What is brand to you and its importance? 
Brand is the sum total of the experience that someone has of you. So it's often um, maybe not misinterpreted, but limited to the way you look or the way that you like your logo and things like that. But for me, brand is everything when whatever contact that the public has of you with you is part of your brand. So it would include your, obviously the way you look, but beyond that, it's the, the way you express yourself in writing your phone manner, how, how timely you reply to, to messages or emails, the, the particular words that you, that you, that you'd use. So there's, there's a big difference in, in, um, in the feeling created by saying, you know, good afternoon, sir, how can I help you? As opposed to someone like, you know, oh, g'day mate, you're looking for a surfboard. And, and both are appropriate, but the question is which one works for your brand and across everything, like your total communication with your, with your audience, is it consistent? So the importance is that you should be giving one single clear message. There should be, like if you're going to be the, the young guy selling the surfboards, you shouldn't be calling your client sir. Whereas on the other hand, if you're uh, like a three Michelin hat restaurant, you shouldn't be calling your clients dude. <laughs> oh, that's where I'm going wrong. <laughs> Not that I have a three Michelin restaurant, that blind. <laughs> Let's just go on to the next question. Let's talk about brand and uh, if, if yeah, yeah. So, um, how are you using brand um, within your business? Do you mean to? To promote my own business, as yeah, so um, how or we, as as a service that I'm providing to my clients. We'll, we'll talk about the service for your clients. So, how, how, but um, for this um, for this question, how it'd be awesome if you sort of you know gave me an overview or a quick explanation of how you are using brand for yourself. I guess. Well, I I consciously created my. The, like the premier branding website. So I have three main websites and premier branding is the one that focuses on headshots and branding and business branding. And when I created that website, it was with a very, very clear target audience. So I thought I am, I'm wanting to make this website communicate to white collar professionals. So I thought I'm going to remove myself as a photographer and don't even think about what most photographers do, which is essentially make an online gallery. And I thought, well, what I want to do is focus on their experience, as in my, my client's experience, what they're concerned about, how... I can solve their problems regarding communicating with their clients, increasing their their engagement and connection with their clients, 
and how I can make that easier for them and make it possible for them. I suppose also that my overall approach is by looking at it from that perspective. So rather than looking at it as I'm a photographer and I have a technical mastery of composition, lighting and posing and evoking expression, post-production, all that kind of stuff, I kind of think, well, what does my client need and what skills do I have that can help them do that? And the way that I, that I look at it is, is through brand. And I suppose also that there's that element of, of would, you, would you trust a person to help you with your brand if their brand isn't clear as well? Because if, if they're saying, I'll help you with your brand and, and yet they've got a very mixed sort of message, then it may not be the person that you'd want <laughs> that really understands what they're doing. Um, obviously there's, there's also a, a certain um, self curating that happens, which, which is kind of interesting because it creates a, a, a tension between being, being authentic and being on brand. So on one hand, it's like, well, I do want to be myself. I do want to share about myself. And on the other hand, there's aspects of, of not so much about me. So there's nothing, I mean, I'm not ashamed of sharing anything about me, but there's aspects of the way that I would share that may not necessarily be appropriate for the conversation. And I guess, and your audience as well. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I'm looking at, um, I suppose I, I gave an extra, like that, that word conversation is, is, is key in the sense that I think of conversation like we're having a, a verbal conversation now, but then there is a, a bigger conversation in the sense that there is an overall conversation between your, your business and another business and the way that they relate to each other the, through, through visuals, through video, through text, through social media posts through the, the overall conversation as between two entities. And so that's, that's kind of what I mean. Yeah. 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 Um, how are you helping others with their brand? You've kind of probably touched on this a little bit. Well, I like to make sure that my clients are really clear about what they are trying to communicate. And often it's, they may be experts in their field in terms of they, they may be experts in, in the area in which they're trained, but they, not, they aren't necessarily as clear about who exactly their clients are, what makes them different from other professionals in their field, what is their message that they want to get across to their clients. And so, the way that I approach it is always starting from that point. I, I think that there's no use me picking up a camera unless I know exactly who this person is. So I always want to start from that point. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you start? Like how, what's your, what's your way in to sort of start getting to know them and, and things? Do you, uh, did you, do you hook up with them for a, for a chat or is it a phone call? 
Actually, I guess yeah. it's a uh, it's a it's a meeting because I went through your system, didn't I? The book this interview. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So yes, it's it's always a meeting, and yeah. it's always the series of of questions that I that I mentioned before. It may not be stated in that way, depending mm. on what field they're in, but it's basically who are you, what do you do, who do you serve, what problem do you solve for your for your clients or customers what makes you unique or different why would someone want to do business with you and what's like what's your values what do you stand for and what's your message to your clients and as soon as i've got all of that clear then i can start to imagine well what would a visual look like that would communicate that and I suppose there's also an, a, an aspect of, of getting the, my clients clear about what they, what they actually do. So the, the interesting thing is, um, so I, as a photographer, if I think that I'm creating images, then I'm only looking at the means by which I'm actually doing what I'm doing. The, the funny thing is that I know that, like my clients, your, your clients, any photographer's clients, particularly in business to business, they don't care for photos. What they really want is more clients. Yes. And the funny thing is, if we're going to go deeper, they don't really even care for clients. What they really want is profit. <laughs> and so if they could have the profit without the clients or the photos, they'd be more than happy to go there. <laughs> so I, so I, I'm very clear on my own role. And I think, okay, if I am looking at, the way that they are getting the profit, which is through their clients. And what they want is more clients, more qualified clients, clients that are more ready to buy when they get in touch with their brand, then I can create images that will, that will communicate to that particular client. So if like the example that I gave before, if we look at the two, two extremes of like, let's say, um, a surf shop and a, and a fine dining restaurant, they have very different target clients. And so the way that you would communicate with each of those is very different. You'd, you'd have a very different visual style, a very different, uh, different subject matter, different approach in terms of the way you'd light it, the way you'd compose it, the way you'd do your post-production. But that all stems from who they are what they're doing, how they serve their clients. And once that's clear, it's almost as if the, the photographic process is, is it's all a downhill run because you know exactly what's going to work and what's not going to work. Yep. Yep. And do you have to, um, do you sometimes have to coach your clients to, so that they know that sort of stuff themselves or do they, sometimes they have an idea of who they're helping? Like how, how does that work out with you? Is most times I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you say go away and read this book? <laughs> no, I don't. I, the, the truth is though that that some of them are unwilling to go there. Okay. So yeah. they will sometimes be like, um, I, all I need is uh, look. I just need a, a headshot or something like that, and that's that's fine. I mean, I can I can create a headshot, and. There are times, I'm sure you've experienced this too, where 
the service that you're providing them may not be exactly the one that is benefiting them, but it's the one that they're asking for. Yeah. And then you've got a you've got a bit of a dilemma. What do you do? Do you do you you know force them to to see it your way, or do you just give them what they what want? They yeah. Or do you turn them away and say, "Hey, look, I'm I'm just not the right person for you." Yeah. And and I guess in that case, what I usually choose to do is to think, okay, well, my aim is to to serve you. Yeah, serve them as best, not just to take their money with and give them a photograph. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's exactly it. Yeah. And to yeah. you know, to provide the greatest benefit for you, I'll do my best to help you increase your in, increase your connection with your clients. But if if you're not going to to be open to to that conversation, then I'll do for you what what you ask. Yeah. <laughs> that leads us nicely into the next question of uh, what are the most common branding mistakes um, that your clients would have? I'd say the number one would be being unclear and not not knowing exactly the the answers to all those questions I had before. So often they they get caught up in in their in their own ideas of of what they should be doing and there's a lot of a lot of shooting and there's also a lot of comparison with other people thinking well they're doing that and that works and this other people's doing these other people are doing something else and that works maybe if i kind of combine that together and and obviously those two other people may have completely different offerings, completely different audience. And just by picking and choosing bits from other people, it's, it's not going to come up with a single consistent message. Yeah. Um, I suppose an, another, another one is being, being sloppy about their message. So even though they might have a clear message, they, they will be clear in certain aspects of their of their branding, but then in other parts they kind of let the ball they drop the ball, and it's like, well, this this is and it's not working to to build a single strong brand, and so that most of it's kind of working, and then they're kind of dropping the ball with other things. Yeah, you got any examples that you've seen of that? Like, I guess, what's that? Their, their website and some of the materials awesome, and then they portray themselves as something else on social media or something, is it? Or well, that's yeah, that's that's one good example. Uh, a common one is where the the tone of voice between their social media and their website isn't consistent. So like one will be really, let's say, inviting and friendly and the other one will be really like hard and professional and clear cut. And the so even though the overall message might be the same, it's almost like the communication style changes. I feel like I probably and fall into that actually as well. <laughs> I, think, I think, well, we're, we're all kind of guilty of it to an extent. Yeah. Yeah. I think ultimately you just want to be as, as human, you know, <laughs> yeah, as authentic and genuine as you can and, and be yourself and still like, you know, still be, still be professional, but, 
be yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tread the wire between being yourself and uh, and getting. I guess I guess we're all, um, you know, we're we're all trying to get clients, you know, and uh, and I guess it is sort of treading treading the sort of fine line of uh, of not scaring them off, but being yourself. <laughs> Although I suppose it's all about um, repelling the one it's the people that uh, you know don't resonate with you as well. So yeah, it's uh, it is a fine line. Well, there's, I suppose also the stronger your brand is, and and I suppose this is another common mistake is people trying to appeal to everybody. Yeah. So the clearer your brand is, the more people are gonna gonna love you, and the more people are gonna hate you. So the funny thing is that the like if you look at say in the music industry, the bands that have the most diehard fans are usually the ones that annoy parents the most. <laughs> they really like, it's, it's not just like, oh, okay, I'm not really so into that. It's the stuff where they're sitting there going, get that rubbish off. And they're the ones that have the most committed fans. And as a, as a, as a business, then you kind of want to do the same thing in this sense that not annoy parents, but um, <laughs> you want to be able to appeal to your, target audience so strongly that anyone who is outside of that will just not get it because because the communication is so is so clear and specific to those people yeah 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 um moving on from there then um recommendations do you have any recommendations for those who are you know still working on their own brand self curating their own brand um um, first, first one would be to get really clear about what you do and who you serve and what makes you unique and, and not to look at what other people are doing and try to copy it because, because they are them. different people. They serve other people, and they that they have different things that make them unique. That would be that would be the the number one is getting really really clear. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> we all need clarity. <laughs> True. Same. This is this is this goes this uh, goes to show how much of a professional I am. Going back to the the other comment where I said, "Yep, I fall into there. I probably fall into this too." You know, like I'm I've been. I feel like I've been working on getting myself clear for years. <laughs> I guess maybe it's a work in progress. Who knows? How about, do you find that? Uh, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know that it is. Well, it, it's funny. Like there is definitely various aspects to ourself. Yeah. Like each person, like there's obviously there's me as a photographer, but then there's me as, as a, as a son, as a dad, as a husband, there's, there's the part of me that might be more more humorous or the part of me that's more serious and 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 all of that kind of comes together to make a, a, a you know like a, a complex being and it's the same with everyone um no i could well i could ask you the question i could i could say well if you're if you feel that you're unclear about about who you are and what you stand for what what do you think if i if i were to ask you like what 
three things would you would you want your your clients to like if i was like even three words yeah 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 three three words that you would want your clients to either think or feel about you as a result of coming across you yes what yeah. would that be for yeah. you well obviously i i do like i like the um friendly seems to be something that sticks out you know um but also professional so like that's kind of almost a you know there's a friendly and a professional i don't want to be uh seen as friendly and goofy like the hey dude in the surf shop um mm. um and let's let's approach, just go with professional well. yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's not let's not use professional What's that? So friendly and approachable. Let's yeah. not use professional because professional yeah. is is a really really vague one. Yes. Let's, let's go with either a a, a a feeling or a thought. Yes. Yeah. So what would it be? So a friendly, approachable, and what would the last one be? Maybe go blank now. <laughs> hey, I'm going to be asking the questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if if even if I go with those two, friendly and approachable. I could then ask you the question, if someone was then to go onto your website yeah. or to go onto your social media or anything that has Tim Morrison's name yeah. attached to it, yeah. would those two words come across from any part of it? So if, if it was any part of your website, whether it's the about page, your pricing page, your homepage, would any aspect of it convey friendliness and approachability and if not then it needs to be changed yes yeah well that's why i was thinking because um the last few um weeks on and off i've been um i've been sort of rejigging my website to have a bit more of a like a push-pull story like i, I was when i was setting up the call i was telling you that i was had been i'd read or I'd been reading the story brand um was it marketing made simple donald miller nothing donald wrong. miller yeah. yeah and so i've been sort of jumping into that and i've been working out my stick i suppose um and and i've sort of i've got some you know i've put my words on there but i kind of float back to wondering how much of me that is and if it actually if it should how if it should be me because I'm trying to create a story about the people that are reading it, but I guess then it also has to resonate with me so that they resonate with me and would want to book me. But yeah. Where did I go with this? Where were we at to be at there? <laughs> well, it's, it's actually like, I, I know that I have like, I've really worked through a lot of that as well. Like of um, Donald Miller's approach and yeah, it does take a little bit of thought because the the funny thing is that we, as people, we don't want to exclude. We don't like excluding people and saying oh, nah, makes you scared, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, they're, I just they're not my they're not my clients, or I I don't serve those people, and it's it's necessary in order to define your own brand. You actually have to exclude. Yeah, I guess so, it comes to abundance, isn't it? Like, really, that is like, um, you know, if you're a bit uh, scared of uh, of not being abundant, then you're scared of, uh, you know, turning away those people that may probably not be a very good fit for you in the first place. Yeah, and and there's enough there's enough for everybody. I mean, there's 
there's definitely a lot of of people that we can serve and we can't serve everybody like literally there is no way that one single person could serve the the whole population so then you have to think who can i most benefit as well like if, if i have a particular set of of skills and experience and have a particular character then who would that serve best and why you you could almost look at it from from the client's perspective and go well why would i want to offer anyone less than the best that i have to offer yeah yeah so yeah. you kind of have to exclude because <laughs> you can't be the ideal person for everybody no that's true that's so true all right michael i think we're coming to the end of our session now that you've grilled me <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm go I didn't mean to. <laughs> that's all right. It's cool. It's good. It's good. There's nothing like uh, getting uncomfortable every now and then. <laughs> um, so, um, just to finish off, um, for anyone that's interested in chatting with you, or you know, if they're in Melbourne, booking you, or you know, how or finding out more about you, um, how how can they get in touch with you? There's my headshot and branding website, which is premierbranding.com.au. My creative work is on, on my own personal website, michaelto.com. And of course, there's LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. All that other mess. All that other stuff as well. All the links are on my website. So <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time and uh, fighting your way through Melbourne's traffic twice and then the tram to, to get to your studio talk to me <laughs> yeah. hey Michael if you're listening thank you so much again for sharing your knowledge with me and the Wellington Hustle community it's very very much appreciated you're doing your clients a great service uh, I love the way that you have uh, hosts of questions to really really get to the um, crux of your clients brands I'm sure some of them don't really know what's hit them when you uh, when you start asking them these questions, but it's all necessary to uh, get you the information that you need to be able to best serve them. So good on you, man. For you, the listener, if you have anything to say, if you have any comments, or if you would like to uh, tell us what your insights were from this interview with Michael, then please um, either leave a note in the comments below um, or head over to the um, interview's webpage, um, which you'll find over at Wellington hustle.co. So when you're over at that webpage, you'll find uh, links to anything that uh, we discussed, maybe Donald Miller's uh, books, um, Story Brand, and also um, Marketing Made Simple. They're probably something good for you guys to read. Uh, you should really check it out. If you want to um, get in contact with Michael or see his work, then you can also find that information at the uh, interview article post. So that's wellingtonhustle.co and then just uh, click on Michael's interview and you'll get all the information there. For more videos from uh, the Wellington Hustle project and Tim Sico, then please subscribe to this uh, YouTube channel or even better, head over to the your favorite podcast app and subscribe to the Wellington Hustle interview project podcast. That way you'll get any new interview straight to your podcast app of choice. 
Also, it'd be very much appreciated if you left a review, a five-star one, of course, and that, that really goes a long way to, for others to find the podcast. If you're interested in being interviewed for the project or you have somebody in mind that would be a great fit, then please, please, please send me an email on tim at timson.co or head to the Timson Co. website, click on the Wellington Hustle link from the menu and choose Join Wellington Hustle from the drop-down. Thanks so much again for listening and until next time, keep on hustling.